Hello, everybody. Jim Hackett, Pete Davidson. We have the fantasy football arm of the Off Day podcast here at WEEI. Week 9 podcast coming at you on Friday. Brought to you by our friends at Anderson Windows with Patello Lumber and Concord and Littleton Lumber, Gould's Distinctive Clothing, Moxie Soda, and Atlantic Power Cleaning, who's due to come to my deck and clean it. What's up, Pete? Hey, bud. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I was uh, I, I had uh, Halloween priority last night, so I didn't catch uh, a lot of the Niners Arizona game. I did game. Halloween. Yeah? We don't get that many people at my house, though. Dude, we used to get, my mom and dad, at my, when I was growing up, we used to get up to about 150 kids every Halloween, and now it's like, like lucky if we get one. So we go to a neighborhood. Yeah, we go to a neighborhood. Do you think that's your neighborhood kind of thing? Because you are, there's a lot of, there's space between the houses. There's a lot of trees. Wait, wait, we're we're set back. Darkness. Yeah. So I think that that's a big part of it. But the other part, too, is, um, yeah, I just think the dynamics have changed. So we actually go to a neighborhood, my friend Scott's house, and it's it's literally like the scene from E.T., like it's it's just it's it's a great no it's na- true it's um- same thing here yeah it's it's like a, it's a great neighborhood and like, like hundreds of kids and there's like eight uh, blocks uh, in my town where people trick or treat and everybody goes to those blocks yeah and and uh, and the adults party too like you know so when you go to yeah. my friend Scott's house the adults come up and he gives you a shot of fireball and you get you get going so it's, fireball yeah so it's it's fun so we had a good night so I, it, long story longer. I didn't catch a lot of last night's game. I was like, you I'm know, trying to not chant right now. <laughs> I was uh, our house, our, our house, house, our house burned down. <laughs> but it's like a dead reference society. But we, um, so I caught like the second half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. So I didn't catch a whole lot. But there's nothing wrong with quoting Revenge of the Nerds as long as it's the first one. Yeah, I'm not okay with reco- with quoting two, three, or there is a four, isn't there? I hope not. I think there might be a four. Revenge of the Nerds is a great movie. First one's amazing. Amazing. One of the best comedies that has ever been released. Would have been really cool if they'd stopped there. Yeah, they should have. There is a but, funny, you know, there is a it's, funny. It's like scene. at the end of Spaceballs. Spaceballs too. Yeah. The quest for more money. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't. I mean, people are going to do it. It's the way it goes. And then history of the world part three. Hitler right. on ice. Like, I, I I pretend Anchorman two like never happened. Dude, like, there is no Anchorman two. Humor- I, I never saw it. Humorless. I went and saw that in the theater with my wife, and we, we we've never been more quiet and silent. We just I didn't even snicker. I didn't chuckle. Not a guffaw. I think the nothing. look on my the look on my face was like, have you ever seen when they flash to Will Smith's family when um, Miley Cyrus was doing that twerk thing at the Grammys? Yes, and I the have Smiths seen are that. sitting there just yeah, like, like, what are you doing? What am yeah. I watching? It was horrible. <laughs> it was like that. I. I th- I can't remember laughing once in that movie. No, the second I, one. I didn't even get a chuckle. I yeah. tried too. I was. And your expectations were so high. so high. I was. I was. In a, I was in a good spirit. I was ready to ru- yeah. start laughing. Yeah. You know. But no. Although you know, <clears throat> I have to say, I was suspicious because all of the, the promos, Ron spots, the promos, stunk. Yeah. Yep. Like he did five minutes on like um, Fallon. I didn't laugh. Yeah. All those stupid. Truck commercials. There are a ton of like, Dodge commercials, bad. right? Right, yeah. right. So, the, like, he, I'm sort of like, well, the movie's got to be better than the commercials, right? Well, they were promoting it no, so much. I, I should have known it was going to be terrible, but they promoted it, yeah. you know, but. Will I, just cashed in. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was bad. They cashed in. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Whatever. I hope they made a lot. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. Well, look at it. it puts... I'd like my fifteen back. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> effing bad. But anyway, so let's... I say that, but I wait. I I, the, I did beat you because I waited for cable. You warned me. You're like, don't do it. Don't even watch it. I'm like, I'm like, no, I told we you, can't don't be that go. bad. You're like, dude, 
don't watch it. I'm the, like, I got, I gotta watch. It. Do you remember the word I used to describe it? I said, dude, it's it's a comedy and it's humorless. The, the only thing I can say about that movie is maybe it was great in the last twenty minutes. No, I don't even know. No, it wasn't. I didn't even watch the last twenty minutes. I had to stop when when the when the when the when the movie ended and the lights went on in the theater. My wife and I looked at each other at the same time. We we're like, oh my god, <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> it's almost like you're glad you went. It was like historically bad. Right, right. Yeah. You're yeah. setting records the wrong time, his- but historically bad. It's like, you know, it's like the impeachment thing right now. It's completely it's just bizarre, yeah, it's but it's bonkers. It's history. Yeah. You can't it, say it's not history. It is happening. <laughs> right. You know what else this is This is happening. You know what else is bonkers that like I'm looking at some of my matchups this week and like it's a tough bye week for some of my opponents. Wait, and, we're, okay. And, Wait, seven. 30 seconds in before Jim went to his team. Okay, that's a record. <laughs> well, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to tee us up for a good, uh, for a good segue here. Of course it is. Um, it always does. So I'm, I'm looking at some of my matchups. I'm like, oh, this look very favorable because a couple of my opponents are getting whacked by the bye week. That's the great thing about DFS. It's like I'm not limited to my team. Yeah. Yeah, you could just you know, sc- you know screw it. Start so, another one. I'm sorry. What, what do you got here? What's but, the ugly uh, stuff? But, you know, they, they look really thin with, like, the lead running backs on the bye and some guys yeah. hurt. So a couple teams took a dart throw on one Kenyon Drake, and, boy, did he dagger me. <laughs> Sorry. Man. <laughs> that sucks. Like, so these are uh, these are leagues where Kenyon Drake was lying around, huh? Okay. Well, he was like on the he was like like one of his midtown. Like he's deep on a bench, you know, and Reykjavik. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So just, okay, they Reyk, the Reykjavik rock droppers who are struggling this year, you know, they've got like Unless all they the, play gym. Yeah, they've got all their starters out and so they they take a dart throw with Kenyon Drake and he lights right. me up. You're coming right. off a tough week with no girly too, right? Right. Yeah. And no, t- no, 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 T. Y. Hilton. Now we just found out. Oh man, yep. I feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah, you sound it. <laughs> I'm chasing you in the standings. It's not well timed. <laughs> if, if people can't, if people can't tell, I'm yeah. ahead of Jim in our division by a couple I, points. Yeah, I have no a couple. Well, no, we have got the hockey point system. You know, right. I'm right there. I'm right on your heels. I had a bad week last week, but I was right I was at. Say, you. I don't think it's a couple. I think you can maybe four on me. We might have to. We yeah. might have to go to the videotape on this, but right. it's <laughs> close. I'm coming, but Hilton going down does not help me. I'm going to say it's five, but I could be wrong. You might be right. Yeah. See, in this league, if you win and you get a lot of points, you get four points. So it's like this is actually what we're talking about because I think hockey uh, hockey points are great. I like it, but the problem with hockey points is you have to do them by hand. Yeah, it's I manually. Think it's a great done, way to do the standings, but I, I mean, I'm complaining because I'm the guy. Who well, there's no it, system. But, there's no like yeah. ESPN or CBS that right. or MFL that will do it for you. So you have to go right. in there as commissioner and tweet. So this it. is in this particular <laughs> league. This is a we, this league's been around since 2003. Yeah, and um, the way it works is every week you score zero to four points. Right. You get two points for a win, zero points for a loss. There is no in between. I, well, one point for a tie, but the, we, there's, you know, decimal scoring. That doesn't really happen. And then you get extra points if you score right. well. So then, so two, zero for a, a loss, two for a win, but then your other two points are either going to be zero, one, or two. Right. And that's going to be based on what, uh, excuse me, what third of the scoring group you're in. So bottom four get nothing, middle four get a point. Yep. Top four get two. So every week, if you win and you're top four, you get four. If you win and you're middle, you get three. If you win and you're bottom, you get four, two. Yeah, you'll you'll get two. Um, if you lose and score bottom, you get nothing. If you lose and score middle, you get one. If you lose and are top four, you'll get two. So that's sort of how it rolls every week. The good part about it, <clears throat> well, there's two good things I would say. A, it's more fair 
Yeah, if you if the you're typical the typical wins, and yeah, losses. if you're the guy who puts up a lot of points and gets right. freight trained by big right. scores and has an unfortunate schedule, and that's happened to me right. a million times, right. it balances the scales a little bit. Right. Well, and, and it's exacting in other ways too. If if you win and win poorly, you get less credit. Yes. So it's it sort of evens the whole thing out in that regard. Um, but for those who are thinking, well, what about total points? Total points are still in play. So if you have if two teams are at you know uh, twenty hockey points at the end of the season and you tie, um, you'll I, I can't remember how our league works. You go to head to head, you go to yep. total points. That stuff still comes into play. Um, but the hockey points usually decide things. And, yeah, you know, I like it. Yeah, no, it's it's a good way to play. The other thing I like about it is you can make comebacks in this league. Like you can be down. It can look like you're out of it with three weeks right. to go, and you can pick up three straight four-point weeks and make a big move on the pack. You can take your division, yeah. Right, maybe, but and it, but it's. I have found in this league it's easier for teams to make late comebacks with great play yep. than in other leagues. So yep. it's, you know, for it's anybody fun. anybody listening, if you ever want to check the format out or give it a try, message Hacker, I will we'll help you firm up the deal. Yeah, and it, it, you're more likely, <clears throat> you're most likely to want to do this if you're the guy who's putting up – 115 a week and you're losing all the time. They're like, yeah, this hockey points thing it, sounds good. It evens yeah. out. It evens out bad luck. It it does do it that. Does. Um I mean there's, you know, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Um Mike Taglier's league that you and I are both in. Yep. Um they do double matchups in that league. So every week you play two teams. Um you know, I I I'm still getting used to it. I've been in this thing like 4 years now. Yeah. I'm still getting used to it, but it it's something. It's it's cool. It's nuanced. I don't mind it. Yeah. It's, you know, when you, if you have a bad week and you split, you like it. If you have a really good week and you split, you don't like it. Right. Um, if you sweep, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, w- one thing about it that I would, I wouldn't mind changing, although this is one of those things that I say, but then if they did it, I'd be like, no, I don't like this. Right. But I wouldn't mind if I could set my lineup different for each opponent. Yeah, that would be cool. That would, it would be, be kind- cool, but yeah. at the same time, what it would really do is just open the door for all kinds of second guessing yeah. and like overthinking and wasting time on that team when you should be focused like on another. Yeah. And I don't have enough time to, on second thought right. as I listen, it's like, it's, it sounds right. like a lot of extra work. It, well, it, it's just like opening yourself up to tilt on yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I'll I, pass. Right. Here's where I think I might, here's where I might use it. Like say I've got a split backfield. Well, I might play the upside guy versus one team and the floor guy versus another. That's or smart. I might just split yeah. the baby because, you know, I don't know which one to play. So, well, at yeah, least like one Gordon of my teams will get crushed. Or something like that. Right, right. You could sort of do stuff like that. But usually when you get into those type of decisions, you're through the rabbit hole anyway. And you really shouldn't be thinking about right. it. So, anyway, that, one time I the actually – The Patriots backfield would be a good one to do that with. Like, you know, I'll go James White here and Burkhead here or Michelle here and James White here. You know what I mean? Well, in this league, you could play Burkhead and White in one league, and Michelle and Harris, in the other, or Bolton yeah, and yeah. Michelle. And yeah, yeah. Like the, the lineups in this league are just absurd. It's a fourteen-team league. You must play three running backs. You, you must play yeah. four receivers, and you still have double flex on top of that. And you roster thirty-six players, and you can yeah. IR two of them. Over five hundred total players rostered yeah. in that league. It's Li- insane. Literally in that league, when you look at the waiver wire, I just picked up Laquan Dreadwell because just what what the fuck he was there and I, I was bored. But like usually it's Matthew Slater and James Devlin that you see on that wire. You know, it's not a lot there. Not yeah, a Devlin. Lot there. Like Devlin's on the wire because he got because he's on IR. Right, he would have been he, rostered. He was rostered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that league's insane. Yeah. It really is. It really, really is. All right, so let's uh, let's get into some stuff. So what, some news and well, yeah. Well, what do you? So Thursday night. So I didn't catch that and the other. I didn't catch the first half or so, 
Um, and we talked about Kenyon Drake drop, missed, dropping a bomb on me, but you you know. mi- yeah, well, you missed Drake's bomb was early. I mean, he finished off with a solid game, but it was really it was about a 35, 40 yard touchdown. Yeah, it was, that was the big thing. Um, but I think the big thing in the first half was Kittle almost getting uh, yeah. majorly hurt. I saw that on Twitter uh, as it was happening. Yeah, you know it's funny. You you and I both had major knee injuries, and I don't know what you're like. One of my really bad knee injuries was a hyperextension playing football, mm. um, where the guy just he came in and he planted his shoulder right above my kneecap and drove my leg back. Straight hyperextension, only damage to the ACL. Didn't get anything else. Um, and I'm Kittles a... was like that last night. The yeah. guy comes sort of down straight on his kneecap, and you see it from the angle mm. that it's it starts to push his knee back, but then his knee like holds up. It doesn't go back. It, it it's about to drive it back, and then it it doesn't. So when I saw it, like immediately, like my heart was in my throat when you first see it happening. Yeah. But then it doesn't really hyperextend it. Like you can see the ligaments sort of get pushed. Where you can see at one point all the ligaments were probably stressed. That's brutal. But you, but it's not like the McGahee thing where you see the knee fold backwards, yeah, right? That was gross. Right. So I'm sitting there going, okay. I even posted. I'm like, that could be bad, but that might not be bad. Like you can't tell from the the thing. Like I saw a bunch of people like, no, not Kittle, and I'm like, I wouldn't. You know, like that one could go either way. They come back and get, get a touchdown, right? Right. Right. So, but sometimes when you see a shot like that. The, the ligament does go. It's the immediate shock of it. It just sort of ruptures the ligament or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I was concerned that maybe that had happened, but my gut was, I think he's probably okay. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, he, he went into the tent, bent it around on the sidelines, walked around a little bit, and, you know, five minutes later he's back in the game. And and he takes a, little, takes a little, little slant, kicks the guy off, runs through a guy. Trucks a guy, scores the touchdown, yeah, kills a beast. He's unbelievable. He is a little dinged up today, if though. He was a saying, Patriot. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, he'd score fifteen touchdowns. He could use a tight end, for sure. Yeah, um, you know it's funny. We didn't get into this, and we're um, we're ta- this is a tangent, and it's I, I my feeling on Gronk is he's not coming back this year. But no, no way. When you well, we, when you look at all the things the Patriots have done. I mean, it does sort of lay the groundwork for it. I mean, I, 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 it's I, an interesting take. I mean, I'm with you, and I'm saying I don't think he's coming back. But when you look at everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> you know, the Patriots' actions would lead me to believe that maybe they think he is. Everything I hear from Gronk makes it sound like next year. Yeah, and I, I actually, I've been saying this all along. I think he's a, he's going to be on the 2020 Patriots. I and do not think he's going to be that here. Testing stuff, which I guess is also a thing. The CBD kind of like, thing. Like, would they test for that? Could that keep? Like, say Gronk wanted to come back this year, would that prevent him? Probably. That's my well, guess. Yeah. So, um, I, I I've thought all along he's going to take a year off, like Mark Witten. Um, I, I actually think they were making Jason some moves. Witten. Yeah, yeah, Jason Witten. Not hard hitting Mark. Yeah, hard hitting Mark Witten, <laughs> former Red Sox and. <laughs> Uh, Dead reference. St. Louis Cardinal. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hard hitting Mark. Or no hitting Mark Whitten when he wasn't hitting well. Um, but uh, my thought on uh, on the Patriots and what they did in terms of, like, you know, saying goodbye to Gordon and trading Michael Bennett and making room is I do think they were making room for a move. I don't think, it, you know, maybe Gronk could be could have been the right. fallback plan. I, I think it was O.J. Howard that they wanted, and uh, they just and they probably didn't want to come to so terms with. preemptive and then just didn't get him. Didn't get him, yeah. Yeah, I think they were preparing. 
they got to about 2.9 million in cap space, and that's without finagling any, anything, right? Which they were, you know, they're notoriously known for good right. finagling after right. the after it's done. I think they had some some conversations, is my guess. How would have been amazing. How would have been unbelievable with for, the for any number of reasons. Yeah. But uh, you know the asking just price. From my perspective. Well, they just gave up a two, right, for for Sanu, and the asking price was probably a little too sweet, you know. And yeah. so they you know what I w- you, I'll tell you what I would not have really understood. Tyler Eifert to the Patriots. Yeah, I, that I, one I would not have gotten. Yeah, I mean, I heard rumors too. Yeah, they were out there. I mean, to me, you and I have talked about him a lot. Like, love the talent, but I mean, uh, nothing against Tyler Eifert. You can't it's trust just, him longer than ten minutes. Well, right, and like a guy who's constantly getting nicked up on the Patriots. Always. Yeah, no good. Bad yeah. fit. And it's not, I mean, it would be one thing if Eifert played like Edelman, but he, at this point, he's sort of like soft receiver only kind of player. He gallivants out of bounds every time he catches it. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see, he doesn't play like a Patriot to me. That's all. No. Maybe it's me. No, I'm with you 100%. I didn't like yeah. those rumors at all. Well, I mean, all. maybe it's, I mean, there were rumors the Patriots were interested. Maybe the rumors are just rumors. They might have been, and look, at Cincinnati was probably ripe for the picking, and he's obviously a gettable guy. I mean, they, they, everyone oh, knows I, his track record, right? I mean, if if the Patriots were offering anything and they didn't get them, get him, that would surprise me. Yeah. So, but uh, but you know, Howard's the is the Greek tragedy because I think he he was he was on their minds. He'd obviously be a great fit, and uh, I just I, I just imagine that in that time period of time after they got Sanu, the asking price was too much to to you know. To make it work as creative as they can get, and they're good at that. But uh, I don't. I think that's what happened. I really do. And uh, so onward and upward for the Patriots, where they how they are presently constituted, and I like the way they're constituted now. And uh, you know, it became official yeah. earlier that Gordon, after being IR'd, was released. No surprise there. And um, in comes one to kill Harry. Now I don't know if he's going to get a lot of play, uh, or when. I'm, I'm suspecting what, week what eleven. The, but uh, we'll see. Week eleven. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say he might be back this week, but I think like next week they're on the bye, right? So this is week yeah. nine. Week 10 by, I think you start to see what you saw with Mohamed Sanu in week 8 with Harry in week 11. You know what I mean? So I think you get a first full dose see, of Sanu I'm, this week. I'm missing it with Harry in terms of, like, who's coming off the field for this guy? That's my thing. Like, yeah. I don't – I mean, well, I, they, they, I just don't see how this guy fits. Well, I really – I mean, I, I, you know, maybe one half a play and I will be like, yeah, I see now. <laughs> you know, it's the Patriots. I they... think I think what they do, Pete, is they, they probably, like, you know, they just cut Eric Tomlinson, you know, the, the mm-hmm. kind of hybrid fullback yeah. uh, blocking tight end. Yeah. I, I think they just carry an extra receiver. They, they maybe go a man down. You no, know. no, I understand how they get him on the roster. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm missing how he becomes part of the rotation, actually on the field making plays. I just don't, I'm just struggling to see who's coming off. I think it's it'll be something like they might integrate. So this is how I see it. Okay, let let's say, um, let's say that Jacoby Myers gets twenty snaps, typically. All right, I see like week one, that's a a, a three to one where Myers gets sixteen and Harry gets four, and within that four he makes a. You're catch. getting pretty specific here, man. Yeah, well, this is my this is my map. <laughs> Okay. Within that, within that, he makes a catch. Then next week it goes two thirds to so a you're third. You're like writing a movie now. Yeah, now he gets a catch on his four on yeah. his four snaps. Okay, has a good has a good uh, week <laughs> of practice after the bye week. Comes back week eleven, he gets a, a higher share, does something with it, and then you're and then you're off to the races. Now I'm not saying he's going to take um, Jacoby See, Myers' place, but I think somewhere but I between don't think Jacoby and, Myers even has a place. But, but between he and Dorsett, I think Harry's going to get some juice. That's what I'm thinking. Eventually, I think by the end, 
All right, let, let me just. Harry here, becomes more Dorsett, of what Dorsett, Dorsett is now. when he's healthy, he's playing ninety percent of the snaps. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. Yep. Okay. And making a big play here or there. Well, I, and I was going to say, I haven't seen Dorsett do anything all year that says to me like, get that guy off the field. Like pretty much every time I see Dorsett, he's doing something positive. Yeah, I think Harry's going to have to. Again, earn I'm not it. talking about the the injury. He obviously what about week four? Yeah. He did a hammy. No, and, put that aside. But he's back now, and he yeah. looks good. So. You know, I mean, Dorsett. Yeah, you could you could shave some snaps off Dorsett a little bit, sure. Um, and Edelman, you know, he's generally ninety five, ninety percent. It's not a hundred. Yeah, I mean, he's always um, out there. I'll, I'll tell you what, Edelman this year, ninety six, ninety two, fifty one. He got dinged in that game. Then ninety five, ninety two, eighty nine, eighty nine, ninety six. So basically ninety plus. Mm. Um, Dorsett, when he's healthy, has been eighty seven, ninety two, eighty eight, ninety three. Similar. Um, so I think those two guys are going to be like that. I don't, you know, again, you know, they steal a little bit from Dorsett, sure, maybe. And th- then there's there's room for, I think, another receiver. I think it's Sanu, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I just... So I, th- 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 last week, Sanu played 54%. When he wasn't in there, Myers got 30, you know, he got 36. Yep. Between the two of them, you've got a third receiver. Sanu's right? going to get his. At, at worst, he's going to be what Amendola was last year, and I think you get more than that. Um, but I just I I, feel... I think you're right because Sanu, unlike Amendola, has applications anytime you snap the football. Right, right. Not just a third down specialist. Right. Right. But I do think Harry's going to take a little from Dorsett and from Myers, and then it's up to him to see what he does with it. Right. I... I'm not trying to be argumentative here. <laughs> no, no, be argumentative. I don't know that there's anything from Myers to take. Is my point. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. He is out there though, and he's getting right. some looks. You know, right. unless the Patriots are going to start playing four receivers a lot. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Um, all I'm saying is once you uh, – assuming health, assuming these guys all stay healthy, you know, Edelman locks down one spot. Dorsett's been close to locking down another. You just paid a second a second rounder for Sanu. I, you know, I'm just saying, I don't see – you know, if we just shave off everything from those three, let's say Edelman's going to stick around 90. Say you downgrade Dorsett from 90 to 80. Yeah. Uh, say Sanu is playing around 80. Okay, maybe you just pick, and, and let's say you're playing three receivers 70% of the time. How many snaps do we have there? 15, 20, something like that? Here's how I kind of see it. So you like, follow me, though, right? I, I follow you 100%. Okay. But here's, here's what kind of, I'm, I'm using it kind of more, less snap driven and more personnel driven. So, like, I look at it a couple of years ago. You had Gronk, Edelman, Hogan, and Amendola, right? And so, and, and, and well, you just hit it. That's you just hit it. I think. Yeah. Is that the Patriots used to have a tight end who, a lot of the time, was de facto X. Exactly. So. So I I see opportunity for four. Let's just call them pass catchers. You know, instead of just receivers, right? So I think there's room. I think there's room if you have. I don't know. I don't think there is. That's my gut. But here's I maybe what they do is Watson comes off the field. That could be. Maybe he comes in for Watson is basically and they just the split him out. Role. Yeah. He's got a wide receiver number, wide receiver title, but he's doing some big slot tight end stuff. And they might just show him just to show him, Pete, so that people have to, you know, it's some, another thing, that you have, another riddle on, you have dude. to try to solve. Come on, show him just to, it's, it's Harry. This guy's nobody. No, no, but hold on a second. What I'm saying Come is like. On. I'm get, just saying. You know, but get him out there. Well, he, look, he's a first round pick, um, you, you know, which is a, a stray from. the field. I don't think anybody's worried about Harry. I'm no, but, just saying. but here's what I'm saying. Like, but they've got, they've got a stretch coming happening right now, right, with like, you know, five games that are probably the, the toughest games they're going to have all year. I don't think they're going to be that tough, in, you know, to be honest. But 
I think they'll be tougher than what they've had in the first eight weeks of the year. And it's another thing to have other coaches who aren't as smart as Belichick prep for. If you can get him a couple balls a game and he does something with them, it's another factor. And Belichick likes to do that. That's okay, what I'm saying. I, and I think they're going to integrate him a wait. little bit. I do. I do. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> but give, give I don't a, understand the value of showing Harry. Is what, that, well, that's what, what I mean said. is like give, so giving, giving, that, giving other teams I get the uh, let's get the rookie for. on the field and get him some playing time thing. That I, I, I think get. giving other teams something to have to prepare for is where I'm kind of yeah, going for. You I know what I mean? I, they yeah, do shit like that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I don't think Harry's keeping anybody up at night. Um, personally, that's just my take. I think all those coaches are up at night already. And right, you know that's, what I mean. That's you, right. You just underline my point. But I'm kind of making my point at the same time, which is like I'll give him I'll give him mm-hmm. some another headache to fuck to consider and have to medicate. I, again, you know? I I just don't see Harry as a headache. That's my point. Yeah. Um, well, he has to earn it. There's no doubt right. about it. But I think and they're going to give him a shot. He hasn't. He hasn't gotten on the field. Yeah. Well, now it you starts. Know, they went right? out and traded for Sanu. That, like if they love Harry, you don't trade a second for Sanu. I don't know, man. I, they they had a whole even with even with Harry. If Harry was there, they had a if hole. If you love Harry, you tell them we want Sanu. We'll give you a, we'll give you a fourth, and you hold on. But they they got pushed all the way to a second. They really wanted Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, but remember in the draft last. year. I'm not year, saying they're wrong either. I'm saying they really wanted him. No, but in the draft last year, they offered a two in April. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So Absolutely. You're not going to go back to a. You're not going to dial it back when you make a sure second you could. offer. He's, he's a half a year older. Your team stinks. You're not going anywhere. If I, again, if I don't really, really, really want the player, I throw out the number that I'm comfortable with, and they can do it or not do it. But the Patriots, I'm just making the point. Patriots wanted this guy. Yeah, I, 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 look, I think they needed to get a veteran for Brady too, and I think that I that's mean, important. They couldn't let Brady sit there and rely think, on Nikhil Harry coming back a week nine. I, I don't have a think problem. Find a way to use him. I don't have a problem with what they did with Sanu, but they did overpay. They overpaid. I don't have a problem with it, but they did. He's not worth second. Not on the market. No mm. way, no way anybody else in the NFL gives a second. No way. You probably, I'm just, I'm, I'm contemplating. And I'm not saying they did anything wrong, yeah, Jim. I'm contemplating as That's what they had to, Atlanta, I, it, my, my take it. is this. Atlanta wasn't going to give him up for a three. Patriots said, okay. They want player. Yeah. Let's give the two. Yeah. I've done it a bunch of times in my, in my teams. I'm sure you've done it too. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's not about the market. It's about this season. Getting that player. You know, Belichick knows what he needs to win. Is it worth a second or is it not? Who cares if anybody else is going to pay it? It doesn't matter, really. Mm. Okay. I'm just saying, Patriots aren't stupid. Like, they know what the market is. No, they know what they, they need. They want, my, my point they is only that needed. they wanted him enough to actually pay a premium. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't disagree. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So my point is they really wanted him. And it, if you've already got three receivers that you really like... Well, that's the thing. I don't think they have three receivers that they really like. I think they, right. I that's think they've I'm got saying. two. They've got Edelman. They've got Sanu. They like Dosa. I don't think they really like him. I think they like him. And I think there there's opportunity for Myers and Harry to take some more share. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And they have a history of being able to spread the there's ball. Certainly around, you know? There's yeah. certainly opportunity for them. There's certainly opportunity for them. That's my point. But that's, it's it's I you know that's I just point. don't see what you're not knocking Edelman off the field. No. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming the Patriots had their reasons for Sanu. I'm giving the Patriots full credit for being the Patriots, for being smart, for knowing what they're doing, which says to me, Sanu's going to play, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, look, I think he's a perfect fit for what they want to do. I don't think he's coming off. But, again, I, I, think, I think Harry can take a little bit from uh, the, the vacated tight end position, a little bit from Dorsett, a little okay, bit but from now, Myers, okay. and get an Fine. opportunity. That's okay, but now we're going off the menu. What do you mean? 
We'll go, well, now we're now you and I are sitting here saying the Patriots are going to take their tight end off the field. You know. No, I don't think they're going to take them off. No, the, I'm not saying there's anything wrong the with them, but you know, we're but we're we're really occasions. projecting now. Yeah, but I think in certain occasions you, you're going to see that, I and mean, they do that all the time. They they change personnel all the time. They'll give people how many snaps have the looks. Patriots not had a tight end on the field this year? I have it's no not idea. a lot. Yeah, it's I not no a lot. Idea. I couldn't give you that number. I mean, I've watched every game. I can't remember it too many times. I'm just saying. So my point is this: we're talking about moving furniture now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Now I hear you, but I think you're going to be surprised when he starts rolling out there. It might take till week 11, week 12, but I think you're going to see more of them than you're anticipating right now. That's my only point. And that could be an extra that could be an extra catch a week. You know what I mean? Okay, so right then you're proving my point, which is that he's not going to make a big impact. Sorry, man, but this is, you know, this yeah. is sorry. Well, I think I think we're having two different. <laughs> and I have nothing against Harry. No, yeah. you, we're not having two different. No, we are because I'm just saying, like, you, uh, my take. You're trying to have Jim. No, no, no offense, no, but you're on. trying to have it all right now. No, 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 I'm not. You're trying to have four players playing no, three spots. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, uh, you, at the outset, I think we have to rec- we have to rewind the tape. But no, you, you, it sounded like you were poo pooing the fact that he's going to get an opportunity. I think he is going to get one. And I said he has to make the most. of How it. is he going to get it? I just told you. I think he's going to take a little share. From he's going to play tight end. No, he's going to take a little share from Dorsett and a little bit of share from um, Jacoby Myers. That's okay, what I think so he's going to get a little bit of playing time. Yeah, and it, okay, but, but, if well, he, but what if he makes a big? We just play wasted a lot of podcast time on a guy who's going to get a little I'm bit of saying, playing time. All right. Well, I don't think it's a waste of time. Okay, let's get off Keniel Harry. He's it's Nikhil Harry. <laughs> You've been waiting for that. <laughs> I will mispronounce his name every time. There you go. Nakiel. And now I'm going to do it intentionally. <laughs> there you go. And I'm going to keep correcting you. Right. Listen, man, I know you're mad at me right now. I'm not but mad at you at all. A little I'm bit actually, you are. No, a little I'm not. bit you are. But I'm not going to let you go on this. No, I'm, you, I'm, listen, I'm, when you sit and do these things, you have to be able to – you not, have to show the math on it. I think, but I think I, so if we want to put Harry in the field, rationale. we need to take someone off. That's all. Right, and I told you. I think he's got to take a little share from Dorsett and Myers over time. I believe that. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll see. Well, that's that's interesting because you know Dorsett coming off the field. I, if he's if he's a hundred percent, I would be sort of surprised by that. No, that's I guess that's that. We'll see. And I like Philip Dorsett too, by the way. And I'm not mad at you at all. I'm not even saying I'm. I'm just busting your balls. But I, I'm not. I'm not. I have to say I've been like going from say mid last year. I've just been continually more and more impressed with Dorsett. I mean, he's a guy you and I have always sort of liked. Yeah. His trajectory is similar to what when Danny Amendola came, except the salary's different. Like, Amendola was a free agent splash. He was basically just on special teams and just kind of used occasionally, and then he kind of built his role up as right. the trust. And, but the and I difference think is Amendola's on the same trajectory. But Amendola was a guy who commanded a major free agent salary. Uh, yes, yeah, I said at the outset, so it was different. Right, right. So he had a – Amendola had a history of being a guy yep. who could produce major numbers. Right. Um, but their trajectory was a bust. Yeah, but their trajectory is kind of the, is is the same in terms of their time in New England and how their um, right progression has gone. Right. So, but I, I do yes. still think there's an op- opportunity for Harry to kind of get a look see. Is basically where I'm coming from. I, I'm not saying he won't get a look see. I'm just I just I'm having trouble figuring out how he makes an impact. I I hear what you're saying. Uh, I do. Well, I'm looking at it from the perspective of the Patriots being a well-oiled machine. That's the way they are. That's the way they always are. So this guy needs to come in and be a component that works with the rest of the parts, right? Yep. So I'm just sort of like I can't quite get my head around how that works. Well, let me throw you one. Know? Let me throw now one. We, what we were talking about before, where he gets some tight end snaps and plays some big slot, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But my point when when I said we're moving the furniture around now is I'm just like 
you know, for, you know, you and me telling Belichick, yeah, this guy plays a different position. And, you know, now we're just sort of getting a no, little I'm too, not, I, too I, big for our britches. Yeah, no, I don't want point. to go there. But like, I think I think one one area where the where the disagreement's coming in is. I don't think the Patriots, they are well a machine always, right, in terms of their operation. But offensively, it, it isn't a finished product yet. And, and that's where I see the opportunity. They haven't. What do you think is unfinished? Well, they aren't. They just haven't. It's coming along. And I think, actually, I actually think this Sunday. When you, I mean, when you say unfinished, do you mean like getting everything in sync, or you mean they don't have the proper parts in the proper no, I think places? No, I think they have the parts. I just thought they haven't, they haven't hit their stride yet. And they, in sync's right. a good word. They haven't found it yet. Right. So if you haven't found it, you know, you explore ways to find it, and that—that's kind of where I'm seeing the opportunity for potentially for Harry to to make you know some right. sort of a noise. Right. So my point is, the things that we know that work are James White, Edelman, yep, Dorsett, and a healthy Burkhead. Apart from that, they're sort of searching on most things. No question. So. No question. But I wouldn't put Dorsett in that category. I put him just a click down. And you know what I mean? I would say when he's healthy, I would put him in that category. Yeah, I love him, and I, I own him in a couple of leagues. And I I'm think if you go, I, I, again, I don't need to explain this to you. You know this, but I think if you go back and look at some of the more important touchdowns last year, yep. Well, the books in the playoffs. Yeah, no, he look at he was great in the end. Not just the playoffs, down the stretch yeah. too. No, he was he was a factor in December. And they and January. weren't they weren't they weren't schemed plays. They weren't gimmies. Yeah, like remember that Aaron Dobson schemed gimme. Remember that play? Yeah, the one that can We're never going make way work. back, but it was like a freebie touch. Like, yeah. Dorsett wasn't scoring plays like that. Right. It wasn't like Tyreek Hill's 80-yard bomb in the Patriots opening day. Remember that thing? Well, like I the, do. The DB like slipped and fell. Yep. Like, they weren't touchdowns like those. He was getting behind the defense. He was running crisp routes. Uh, and Brady, by the way, on one of those, back left corner of the end zone. Just crazy good throw. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, like, let, let's, let's look at this a different way. Yep. Where does Brady have the most trust right now? Edelman, White, and then probably probably Dorsett. Okay, so this is all, this is sort of my maybe Burkhead if he's playing, you know, yeah, which he is. Burkhead and Burkhead and White can't really be. Burkhead and White would have, they would count as getting, the same guy, right? Yeah, Watson, Watson's probably getting a little bit of uh, juice, and and then uh, 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 but you know, Sanu is probably going to uh, start to chip <laughs> away at that too. The throw Brady made to Watson was crazy, beautiful. That was really yeah. Good. He's had some great throws this year. I mean, he always does, but. He looks really, you know, he looks he looks crisp for in, Brady on just it's dysfunctional. His, he still looks good, you know. When yeah, I mean, his he's amazing on process throws. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean yeah, in a good way. Yep. In terms of like his his throws outside the numbers before the break, just crazy good. Yep. Crazy good. He knows where he wants to go, man. He sees it pre-snap faster than anybody else. And he's able to process it and get it there. And that's that's the frustration he gets with receivers. You know what I mean? Where they, they can't – it's like that old conversation, like why did Magic Johnson and Larry Bird make terrible coaches? Because people couldn't see what they could see. You know what I mean? So, But when they, when they are able to see it and Bird execute – wasn't a terrible coach. No, but you hear what I'm saying. I mean, just, just, just the – How long did Magic coach? Not long. He coached for like three weeks yeah, or something. Yeah, it, it, it was bad. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm t- I can't – was but it a season? If that. But the, but yeah. the, the point being that those great guys sometimes, they I see, they see more, coach. right? Yeah, he did okay with, with, with Indiana. But you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my, my overall point being – that. I think Larry's problem with coaching is that he had to, it's too much standing, the back. Yeah, and, and, you know uh, what I mean. Yeah, maybe. And also, t- I also think he just it wasn't enough control for him as as part of it too. He didn't. Mind, he seems to be okay with the GM thing. Yeah, because gives him personnel control, right? He yeah. Can, yeah. So I think that that's really what it is. But take 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 uh, Larry Legend out of it. Like guys like that that see He's things guy, so. I'm, sorry to get so fixated strong. on the bird. No, but hold on. Just, just to, I just would have liked to seen it. 
Yeah, but just hold on. But just like you know, great the greatness. You know, the the, the average Joe can't see what the great ones. See. We talked about this last week. The Rogers yeah. Hornsby syndrome. Yeah, same. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think sometimes when Brady gets frustrated with a receiver, like how could you not have you know been where I needed you to be? It's that kind of thing. He's not saying it outwardly. Most of the times I've seen Brady get mad at a receiver, it's on like um, a route read. Most of the time, I've seen it. It's like, dude, you broke it the wrong way. Like, mm. you see where the safety is. You're supposed to break it this way. What the heck? Yeah, um, that's like, true. Like, how many times we got to go over this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm just generalizing. But no, most seen, of the you know, time he's definitely, he definitely, I've definitely seen that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he just and that was obviously, obviously, <laughs> if we go, it's funny. I mean, you remember? I mean, the year with Dobson and what's his face, the the um, voice. No, no, no. The, well, boys, yeah, but the, the the rookie ended up in the Jets. He was so good, number eighty five, undrafted. Ken Kimbrell Tompkins. Yes, Kimbrell yeah. Tompkins. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that whole crew, Brady was screaming at them for like all six the time. Weeks. What the hell? You, I don't know if you. I mean, well, you I, you do remember this, but there were a lot of articles like. Is it right for Tom Brady to be so mean and yeah. stuff like that? <laughs> no, he'll look at he sees something he wants you to react to before the snap. He'll tell you. I mean, he, you can right. hear him clear as right. day uh, on the on the TV. Yeah, I mean that was know? part exasperation because he knows it's like that El Guapo line from um, Dead Reference. Um, three amigos. Three amigos. You, you cannot force open the petals right. of a flower. Yeah, like receivers going to learn the route adjustments when they learn them. Yeah, they're, they're, you're not going to just show them on a piece of paper and right. they know it. Yeah, um, and Brady was going through that slow process and. He wasn't enjoying it, yeah, and that could that nor could, should he have. And just to kind of tie it back, you know, that could be part of the reason that Gordon's gone. Maybe, maybe he wasn't doing that. Um, I mean, it could be they had him working outside most of the time. Yeah, but I saw him, so he didn't have too many, too many tough adjustments. His routes and, are pretty simple. It was like yeah, know, slants what, and that's goes. Sort kind of what I'm saying, yeah. and and you know, and Brady worked personally with him. They had time together. Brady seemed to be positive about it. Yeah, the, the Gordon thing's weird. I mean, I, I, I don't know if we know everything yet or not. Well, look, he's got the history. Could be that, straight football. Yeah. Could be Patriots looked at it. We've had a year to look at this guy. Don't think he really fits what we want to do for the rest of the year. And there you go. Yeah, I, I think it's that. I mean, I, I hope it's that um, other than the other stuff. I hope but, it's that. But, yeah, well, I, I, I hope it's not drugs. Yeah, but if you just boil it down to football, I think it's that. Like, I, I got to tell you, I was unimpressed. I was more impressed what I saw last year during that, uh, you know, seven eight week. You stint. you've been saying this for weeks, but I keep pushing you. And you, I, I've watched his tape. I didn't think it was that bad. I'm not saying it's that bad, but it's it, it wasn't what I thought I was getting with Josh Gordon. And I'm well, not. But I'm right, looking. So, with, I'm looking but he's through. Got it. a bone bruise in his knee. Yeah, he just he just didn't look right, man. And and we know Belichick's only got tolerance for a certain. You keep amount saying of that. that, but I don't. Yeah, I I can't go with you on this doesn't look right part. I, I I've heard a lot of people say it, and people are going to have to get specific and explain to me what they're saying. I, I I'm not saying he looked great. He did not look great. He looked like a guy who wasn't moving the way he can move. But That's again, right, yeah. but he but looked, bone bruise in the knee. Looked like a, a, a lethargic. Uh, it, it looked bone more, bruise in the knee. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's <laughs> part of bone bruise. In the, like we can't. Like people are doing this to Damian Williams too. It's like the dude had a knee injury. No, I hear you, but Belichick only has so much tolerance for that. You know what I mean? And he's got, that's okay. So, so right, that's yeah. No, no, that now I'm yeah with you 100. percent Yeah. So you know, he, but this so but we don't see. This is my point. We don't know where the break is. Right? Was this an injury that wouldn't heal quick enough? Like if Gordon was going to be 100 percent today, would they have kept him? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a. I think there's a lot and of. They factors. tell us nothing. They give I, us nothing. I think there's a lot of factors, and part of it is everything that we're saying. Like. 
you know, maybe he just wasn't able to get the the. Maybe they wanted to give him more complicated stuff that he just wasn't getting. Could be. You know, and there's the bone bruise thing that's making him look a little bit lethargic, and the production collectively wasn't all that good. So it's like, eh, what are we waiting for? You know what okay, I mean? Here, I'll tell you what. Let me see if I can go one sentence, surmise the whole thing. Not special enough for the headaches we're getting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can see that. He looked pedestrian. That's a good like pedestrian. You know, and, and well, that's not what it, you thought you were getting with Josh Gordon. You know, again, we've been through this, but the Patriots didn't play a normal football game in the stretch is the problem. Yeah. You know, like if I had seen a game where the Patriots needed offense, went to Gordon, couldn't get it, lost the game, okay. But we didn't have that. You know what I mean? Mm. That's 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 where I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. Like nobody's really looked right in the Patriots. Even Edelman with all his production – he doesn't really look like Edelman all the time. No, he's had, he's had a lot of drops. He's had some concentration yeah, and, issues. And obviously, Brady has been sort of inconsistent. The whole, the whole, everybody has been a little funky, ex- with the exception of probably James White. Um, so yeah, the ensemble has been off, and that and not to get back to Harry. I don't want to get back to Harry. Well, but no, no, no. It, that's, it, that's it opens well, up you, the world. You know, I like the way you put that because, like, the orchestra is getting by. But none of the soloists are getting it done. Right. Something like that. Yeah. The Patriot process is still working. They're winning games. They're better than the teams are playing. Um, and did you? I, you know, I had Lord Reeves on my podcast the other day. I heard some of it. I didn't get yeah, all of he it. He actually did some. You should listen to it. He did some really good stuff on the Patriots, and he made the point. You and I have been sort of nibbling around, which is people keep talking about Patriot defense and the matchups. He's like, the thing people should be talking about are the Patriot offense. And the matchups, mm. and he's right. Mm. He's dead on. Because mm. for fantasy, we're all caught up in the Patriot defense. But for real football, people. And, and now, now here's the part where I think New England is on this pretty well. But the thing you should be worried about right now is Patriot offense. Now everybody gets that. But what what Reeves is saying is that in relation to the schedule, it's the offense we should be talking about. Um, because you know, other than Buffalo and Pittsburgh opening week. Patriots haven't played a good defense all year. No, and they've got uh, you know can't... And the offenses, like you say, hasn't really been clicking. Yeah, they've hasn't got some mediocre defenses. Yeah, so they've got they've got an interesting stretch coming up here. They have got Baltimore. They've got the Baltimore's Eagles. Healthier now too. They so are... This is not going to be the Baltimore defense we've seen over the last month. It's going to be more like the one we've expected. Yeah, and and, so, and, and you got Dallas. You got the Eagles. Um, there's another one in can't there. Can't run on the Eagles, but you can throw on them. Right. So that Eagles are going to be interesting because in that matchup, the way to win is to let Brady stand there and throw against a pretty tough front seven. So that's compelling. Yeah, and there's another thing too here, Pete. And I've seen I've seen this before with the Pats. Like when they when they beat uh when they beat Seattle um in 2014, they had a brutal stretch in the middle of the season. They had a six-game stretch where I think three or right. four of them were on the road. It was like the Packers, it was New Orleans. They they had a they it might not have been New Orleans, but it was the Packers. They had a bunch of tough games. And um what year was this? I think it was 14. Okay. And they had a brutal six-game stretch, and they I think they went either six and zero or five and one. They did really well. And I, uh, part of me thinks in this tough stretch, you know, quote unquote, quotation marks, tough stretch. You know, it isn't compared to other years, but relative to the rest of the relative schedule, to the rest of the schedule, right? No, yeah, yeah. No denying it. So uh, I actually have a feeling their offense is going to get right because the competition is better. You know what I mean? That's, that's not insane. I think that's. I don't think yeah. that's insane. I think that that's how I feel it's going to go. And it's, I think it's not really patriot-like, but it's not insane. Yeah, I just have a feeling that the offense will rise to the to the occasion of of facing real football teams. It just feels like that. 
and I, I, I can't. Um, it's it's total gut instinct, right? But and and not much analysis. You're not going to get like rich R- rebar from this from me. But it's just no, no, a no, feeling I, I have. I well, I, I mean, it it makes sense in that. They have to step up we've, and play We've hard. talked about I've, – I've, I've said this a bunch of times. They've been in these broken games. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm talking about is what you just said, which is they haven't been playing in football games that have played out like normal football games. Yeah, it doesn't lend them uh, lend themselves like the to, for them to get a lather. Right. It's like the sound of one hand clapping. Right. And sometimes the resistance is what you're playing against. And when there is no resistance, you know, you're sort of – there's no rhythm to shadow boxing. Yeah. So uh, – you may have something. I think so. And then, and also, too, this week's opponent with Baltimore, right, they always – it's always a tough game. Now, the players change and, and all, everything changes. I get it. But they tend to be slugfest, and the Patriots tend to always try to put their best foot forward against that team. Um, I think it starts – I think it starts Sunday night. And they love to play on Sunday night. They play really well on Sunday night. They play really well all the time. But they never have their stinkers on Sunday night. Their, their stinkers are usually Sunday at 1, when, they, when the occasions when they have them, when they go to Miami or wherever it might be. Didn't happen this year, obviously. Seems to call a Thursday night stinker. Yeah, they are actually pretty good on Thursday night historically. The Pats. They did the opening stinker, right? Oh, like right. Two years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Kansas City. Right. But they. Um, but I have. I just have a feeling it's going to start snowballing on. Um, in a good right, way. In a good way, on thir- on Sunday night against the Ravens. Just a feeling, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's one wild game. Yeah. I just. I mean, I was looking at it for DFS the other day. Whew. Tough one to stack in. Yeah, I mean, you know, how Baltimore chooses to play this game is going to be just all kinds of intriguing, and then how the Patriots opt to play offense is also going to be intriguing. Well, here's what the, I can tell you: what's, what Baltimore should prepare for is 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 to have an alternative plan to Lamar Jackson getting yards on the ground because they are going to do everything they can to take that away. Now, if he could get 150, I'm not saying he won't get 50, but he won't get 150. You, you know what I mean? Like they, it's not a question of what he gets; it's a question of how efficient he is, right? And what you he know, can do when he's on I mean? the run. I do. Like if, he, yeah. if he only runs nine times, but he slices you on him, that'll be big. Mm. Um, I don't think he. But slices if the Patriots him can, if the Patriots lot. can sort of hem him in, well, if if they can discourage them from running, that would be huge. Yeah. Um, but this is a battle of wills. I mean, the Patriots are good. There's no doubt. Um, but the Ravens pretty good at this. Um, and their offensive coordinator has been doing this a long time. Um, you know, he was the coordinator for Harbaugh when Harbaugh was at the 49ers. Yep. So this is sort of a strength versus strength situation. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm, I was, I was interested to, to wonder, will the Patriots sort of say, okay, here's your strength. We're just going to, we're going to lean right up against it. Try to take your strength away. But that's to do that. You can't do it by just overloading a spot. You need to, like, you need to commit troops forward. I think Jamie Collins is going to have a, a, a. He's going to be shadowing Jackson all day long. I think that's what's yeah, going to happen. I don't know, man. I don't know how uh, Jamie Collins is great. He's really athletic, but yeah. he doesn't have anywhere near the quicks to handle Lamar Jackson. I think they stack the box. You know who's a guy on on Baltimore? You, I mean, my point though is that you need numbers to deal with. Lamar. No, I understand. I understand. I'll give you a guy who I think, and you're going to like this, who who you might actually see do something uh, for the Ravens this week. And it's it's your guy, Justice Hill, as a little security outlet. You know, because I, I think it's – They just g- haven't really – I mean, I'd love to see it. He's I, exciting. It's the it's only fun. way I can see them doing anything. Is, really? Yeah, is 
you Ingram don't think at they the could pass just, game they, and you don't think they could just mark Ingram at you for a while? I think they're going to by being ready for designed runs from Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to. I think Ingram's going to have a tough day of it. I do. Other, unless he can open himself up by getting well, but, involved but, in the well, pass the game. R- well, the RPOs. It's. Uh, I think it's going to come down to how well Jackson reads. You know, yeah. I think it's going to come down to reads on these RPOs. Hill and they'll confuse him on Hill those. He only had on... four offensive snaps, no touches last week. He hasn't had more than seven touches in any game. I so want to jump in with you on the Justice Hill thing. I hope it happens, but they haven't given us any indication. That's why I think they might use him, and I think he like it's it's that kind of guy that they they're not going to think about because they're going to be so. Okay, but you're right now. You're, just, you're predicting something that hasn't yeah. happened all yeah. year. Yeah, right. I am. No question about it. Yeah, just... Guilty. Yeah. yeah, guilty. So I, I hope you're right. Um, I, I, I'm not sure why they haven't used him more. He's exciting. He can do a lot of things. He would bring an element to that offense. Um, I've got to assume that he hasn't been practicing as well as we'd hoped. Yeah, getting the whole, getting the whole system down. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, they're not, they're not saying Justice Hill hasn't been playing and here's why, you know, so we're just left to guess. Yeah, I don't think you're ever uh, going to get that. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Um, Boy, this is, I'm looking at this game, and it's 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 going to be a it's lot of fun to project. This yeah, football. it is. It's Sunday night football, man. It's yeah. going to be good. Best game of the I, week. If I'm Baltimore, you're going to get a heavy dose of Ingram. Yep. Um, uh, just Ingram, 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 and I'm going to look to run the quarterback off of Ingram. So I'm looking probably three to one Ingram touches to the quarterback. Mm. If I'm them, and then opening the quarterback up as the game goes on. That's that their, would be my approach. That's their recipe. Well, they got to try to play defense. Well, they got Hollywood expected, but I mean, I, I you know I don't think the Hollywood thing's weird, man. He, you know, he's why would you bring up. him back? Why would you force him back this week with with the, with the Pats defense? That secondary. That that's what I don't understand. I'd be fine. Well, he's been hobbled all year. Right. I, the, here's my thing: no full practices yet. So this guy's been out multiple weeks. It's like all year, Pete. He hasn't had full practices. Well, I think I think he started getting some full ones maybe around week, week four, two, right week before three. he got hurt. Yeah. Before this ankle thing, yep. I think he was full going into the week. He hurt the ankle the first time. I could be wrong. Um, but, you know, if you can't get this guy back to a full practice, and he's been out multiple weeks, and he's 165 pounds soaking wet, and he had a, 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 a serious foot injury that required surgery in the offseason. He's yeah. a first-round pick. He's important. Like, if you can't get him a full practice on Friday, why is he playing against the Patriots? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's me. No, that's well, a, no, it's not. You, you're agreeing. Yeah, you, yeah, we're in the same uh, yeah, lane I, here for sure. I, I, it, it reeks of we want to make sure the Patriots are prepared. Have for to this plan guy. for him, right? Yeah, yeah, because he is that kind of player. Yeah, he's dynamic. The he's speed a, is special. Well, he's a big play guy, and the Patriots really pride themselves on not allowing big plays, right? So, right. but let's not on their radar. Let's not lose track of the big play thing with Hollywood Brown, though. If you look at all the big plays, fifty percent of them came against a Dallas defense just wasn't ready to play. Yeah. Excuse me. Dolphins defense. Yeah, week one, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's a surprise factor there. He wasn't even supposed to play. He's playing against a team that right. is dysfunctional. You know, we might have gotten a little bit over our skis on week one is my point. Well, for fantasy football purposes, I think he looked good in a lot of people's benches. You know what I mean? Like yeah, mine. look, if he gets 100% and they're playing against teams that aren't the Patriots, yeah. I'm very happy to put Hollywood Brown in my lineup. But yeah, not full practice against the Patriots. I'm I'm not playing him this week. Yeah. I've got I could, I'm not. Yeah. 
No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't yeah. either. Um, all right, so we got a little bit of time left. Where do you want to pivot? There's a lot um, of stuff let's to get talk. To. Uh, I got an article that should be up. Um, I would e- say later tonight, if on not. On EEI or Rotobon? Uh, WEI. All right, good. Um, and it's just you know my weekly DFS thing. So I can, if, if you're interested, we can get into a couple of these DFS. Yeah, plays. hit a couple of those. And th- I mean, these are. I almost wanted to like. The only thing I think I've got going for me here is that I have done plenty of obscure players this year. Mm. So, like, if you're reading my articles, you know I don't just put, like, the top-ranked guys in every week. Yep. Um, yeah. A couple deep players, like Alan Lazard has been in yeah. there. and yeah. yeah. That one worked out well. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not so well. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but for the people who listened to the pod last week, I got I got him healthy with Janu Smith. So yep. At least we had that. Um, but this week I'm on Russell Wilson, who's sort of the obvious choice at quarterback. He's the yeah, chalk choice, I would say. Yeah. Um, I read something in Silva's column, which I thought was interesting. Um, Wilson leads the NFL in passer rating when blitzed. Mm. And Not Todd surprising. Bowles, yeah. Todd Bowles' defense has blitzed higher at a higher rate than anyone in the league. Huh. Um, then throw in the fact that the Bucks play the run really well. They don't play the pass well. And this would be a game where, you know, plan A should be throwing the football. Right. Factor in that Arians is going to be throwing the football. You know, the one thing that Seattle does is play the run well. They don't rush the passer well, and they're they're leaky on the back end. Mm. So this game is set up if both uh, – if you assume rational coaching, a, a sensical approach, both teams should have a, a throwing disposition in this game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 on this thing. So you uh, like Evans, Godwin, Lockett, um, maybe uh, even coming Mecca. back. Well, I'm, uh, okay, I'm I'm going to skip my running back and go straight to Godwin because Godwin is my correlation play. There you go. Um, it you now you could definitely do Evans. Um, my rationale on this, and I'm going to go off um, to one of my friends again, Mike Tagliere, who I mentioned before. Yep. We play in his league. Um, I read a thing in Mike's column. I don't have it quoted, but basically what he was saying is that Godwin's played much better against zone. Now, that's something I absolutely was talking about last year, if you mm, recall. I do. Godwin had more success against zone than man. So this is something that's been sort of with him his whole career. Seattle plays a lot of zone. So, mm. you know, uh, Evans on the other side is really good against man-to-man. So Evans coming off the big game. Coverage could swing towards him because of that. Right. Godwin tends to eat against zone. Seattle plays zone. So I'm going to use Godwin as a correlation play. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I'll have Russ on one side, Godwin on the other, and then I'm sort of looking at do I want to stack one of Russ's receivers? I might throw Lockett in there. Why not? You know. Well, Lock, yeah, Lockett's the one I want to go to, but he's priced up seventy five hundred. Oof. I'm thinking I may just because it's a week. I'm trying to jam in running backs because I really like some of these running backs. Um, I'm thinking I may go with DK Metcalf at fifty seven. I save quite a bit of money. There. Yeah, you save a ton of money there. Yeah, and he's got big play potential that. Clearly matches Lockett. Yeah. Um, so, how about Chris Carson? Would you use it in running back? Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't. I, I think this is a good week to just fade Carson. I mm. played him everywhere last week and wasn't a good move as it turned out. Yeah. But the matchup fit. Um, Tampa. You don't run on Tampa. That's true. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm looking to get. I'm pretty committed to playing Dalvin this week. Yeah. Even though it's crazy expensive, yeah. ninety-five hundred. Yeah. Not, it's, I would say it's off the charts. You save five hundred bucks off McCaffrey. <laughs> I was, right, was going to say it's off the charts, except McCaffrey's ten yeah. k. Yeah. Um, so Cook is a similar kind of thing. Um, like in the write up, I'm like, this guy hasn't registered fewer than eighteen touches yet. Mm. So that's his floor so far is eighteen touches. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's averaging twenty three point one. 
He's on pace to catch 60 balls, full full PPR scoring on DraftKings. Mm. He's already had five games over 100 yards. You've got the three-point bonus on DraftKings at 100 yards. Right. So he fits DraftKings really well. Um, and now he's playing the Chiefs. Not a tough matchup. Um, so, you know, for me, the more I look at this, it's like, man, you know, Dalvin's the play. Yeah, it lines up well. Everything lines up. I can afford him more than I can afford McCaffrey. He's going to catch passes. The game flow doesn't matter. If the game flow goes against Dalvin, they'll start throwing him the ball. Yep. Um, so I'm definitely on Dalvin. Would love to afford McCaffrey. And then one other guy who I just – its <laughs> this week is brutal. You've mm. got um, – like when you pull up the um, the slate. In fact, let me just – let me pull up my board right now. I got it in front of me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, we had so much off the main slate that's good, right? Houston's off the main slate. Arizona's off the main slate. Last night's game was pretty good. Right. And then uh, Patriots off the main slate. Baltimore off the main slate. And then Zeke and Saquon off the main slate on Monday night. Yeah. That's harsh. Um, not to mention you've got Kittle and Ingram off the main slate. Yep. Uh, Kelsey priced really high. A lot of the other tight ends are in bad matchups. So this is a challenging week. Mm. It, it's not like a week where the lineup is going to set itself for you. Um, you have to do some digging. Um, so in my article, you also got the London game too. Yeah, well, yeah. well right, right. Texas so Jacks, yeah. right, so that uh, two more tough, uh, and that's a good game overall. That yeah. game is, you know, I, I I like the game flow potential in that game. Yep. Um, but off the slate. Uh, so anyway, so when you look at my article. You know, it's Russell Wilson, Talvin Cook, Chris Godwin, Stephon Diggs. All the big names. Yeah, it's a lot of big names. So for me, um, I'm going to be telling people, you know, check out the pod. I'm going to do my best to grind up some guys to help us fit in as much of that as possible. I don't think you can play all my guys that I list here. What about Aaron Jones? Can you sneak him in against the Chargers? Coming you know, I'm not a big Aaron week. Jones guy. He put uh, up 66 in fishbowl for me last week. No, 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 no. I mean, he's, he's uh, I love Aaron yeah. Jones. The problem with Aaron Jones is you, you know, to 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 pay a lot of money for him on DraftKings, mm. you're you're banking on a guy doing it with right. not a lot of touches. Yeah, yeah. And you know, to to spend 7K on a guy in a reasonably tough road matchup. Yep. When they give so much to the other guy. I mean, J- Jamal Williams. They got him at 5,900. Yeah, because, you know, he gets. He gets his juice, yeah. Yeah. Now, look, if you look at the last couple games, it's been, you know, splitting a little bit. Yeah. But even in week eight, Aaron Jones, like how many points did he score in fishbowl? 66. Yeah, he did that on 64% of the snaps. I know, yeah. Williams got a lot of, got a lot of carry. Yeah, 44 a lot of juice, snaps yeah. to 32. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's the thing with Jones is, it, you know, to buy into him, you have to buy into a guy doing it on and a handful of touches. Making he, an impact every time. Right. Now, he had seven – with seven receptions, that got him to 20 touches. Yeah. So, I mean, he has to be major special to do it for you. Um, look, I before, know you're mad at the Jets right now. Well, but week you before, look at by that the way, game? 12 carries four, so it's 16 right, touches. Right, Week before that, 15 touches. Right. So, I mean, that's the dilemma. I, I, I'm with you. I love Aaron Jones, but – they're putting him in a position where you right. have to be really efficient, or he has right. to be really so, efficient. You know, when you look at the price between him and McCaffrey, it's right there with the touches. Yeah. You know, McCaffrey gets like 24 every week. Mm. You can count on it. Yeah. And similarly to that thought, if you're going to you get seven grand for Aaron Jones or you get 5,900 for Jamal Williams, you Derek Henry, who is what he is, is not great in PPR, but I he's really, 5,700. You know? I like Henry a lot this yeah. week. Now, Henry's tough on DraftKings, too, because if the game flow goes aw- away from you, you're stuck. Yeah, you end up with 44 rushing yards and zero or one yeah. receptions, yeah. and you 
you know, you just kissed off a team into the abyss. Yeah. Um, but as long as you can handle that risk factor, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think he's a GPP play this week at 5,700. Um, Carolina is missing uh, their best defensive tackle. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's Kwan short. He's done. He's on IR. They should have a good field position too, because you know Carolina's offense yeah. isn't looking great. The the thing about this game that you don't like is both teams are really happy shortening Slowing the game. Slowing it down, yeah. Yeah. So this game is going to have a low play count. The good thing, it, so that's what's weird about Henry. He's sort of counterintuitive, but in these games with low play counts, he can still get high touch counts. He can feast. He can get it's touchdowns. It's odd. Yeah. You don't see that very much. Yeah. But, you know, like I, I would encourage people, like if you put out 20 lineups in GPPs, I would throw four Henry lineups out there. Mm. Like I wouldn't do all of them because I think he could kill you, but I also think he's got, you know, he's got five-point potential and he's got 40-point potential. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you that's know. the risk you take with him. Yeah. And so the he doesn't PPR... fit the format great, but he's, you know, he can help you. Right. And I mean, th- it's important to delineate between being able to make an impact in the receiving game, which he can do. Yeah. But what he's not going to do is give you multiple receptions. Like, you're not going to get five reception points. You may get one reception that's worth 15 points because yeah, he, he scores an right. yard touchdown. Right. But you're not going to get any of that cumulative PPR scoring from yep. him. And that's what we like in P- yeah, in, in DraftKings for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nicer. And Josh Jacobs is sort of that kind of guy right now. Even though he has the skill set to catch a bunch of passes, they're not really doing it for him. Mm. Um, but that's why we like guys like Le'Veon Bell um, and Saquon Barkley and Zeke and Christian McCaffrey because they're going to give you that. And get those in the passing game. Yeah, and when game flow goes against them and the carries dry up, they can give you five, six, yep. seven receptions. Yeah. I was just gonna. It's funny you mentioned Le'Veon because uh, a, it's a great matchup against Miami, and I know you're not exactly happy with the Jets, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys to play. You, you know me; I'm not unhappy with the Jets. I don't care. <laughs> I think you care more than you care to admit. Nah, not it's. How I, do you feel about the I Leonard actually, Williams thing? What do you think? I actually enjoy just sort of beating on the Jets. Of course. Well, it comes to that, right? You you start. Apathy, well, that's what I'm saying. Like apathy, I turn the corner. Apathy I, turns to humor after. a yeah, while. Yeah, like the like the Williams trade. Yeah, that that upsets me because it it. But see, the thing, the reason the Williams trades upsets me is because it brings me back to a time where I did care. Yes. Like, do you remember the rant I went on? I on do. This pod? Yeah, no, you went crazy. It's like, what? Why are you? Why? Why? Why are you selling the 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 farm at a position that you already have? Exactly. Yeah, locked in, and then they had now you don't have a defensive them. tackle. Yeah. They had Mo Wilkerson. They had Sheldon Richardson. I remember it. They used the what the fifth overall or sixth overall to get this Williams guy who was redundant to the skills they already had. They ended up losing all those other players are gone. Now Williams is gone yeah. too. I mean, you, you can't yeah, make it up. He's across the street, you know. And, and and during this whole time frame, the Jets didn't win a darn thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, you just – you know what it's – the tough thing with the Jets is when you do what we do and you know things, so you have to watch these things and you know when they do it, it's dumb. They're doing it wrong, yeah. And then you have to listen to all the Jet fans going, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And you're like – No, it isn't. No. <laughs> can't you see? It's, it's really be bad. bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, over the last couple of days, I've had to have them shop – Jamal Adams, who's like the one guy you want to watch play on the team. Yeah, you want to kind of build around him too. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're a Jet fan, like what? <laughs> they're sitting there Giving shopping the good players yeah. you have. Yeah. What is? What are you supposed to think? Well, that's like Miami too. Like you know, when they traded Tunsil and like that's a building block. What are you trading him for? You know, and then Drake and they got rid of the uh, 
Who else they get rid of? They got rid of a great secondary player too, well, if I remember correctly. They, they, you know, they. <laughs> I don't they care. They I weren't Miami, ever going to so. play Drake. Yeah. They weren't ever going to play him. They yeah, traded Fitzpatrick, him. right? Uh, yes. Yeah, Micah so, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Minka. Minka. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the Drake thing was good. It's like at least they finally get they freeze. He's got him. some oxygen. Yeah. You know, and who knows what's going to happen with Drake? We've seen him do this before, where he has a great game. Yep. Um, I've never understood. We've talked about it on this podcast. What is it about Kenyon Drake that keeps people from giving him a shot? I don't now, know. At, at Alabama, it was Derrick Henry, T.J. Yeldon, people like that. Mm. But with Miami, Kalen Ballage, Kalen Ballage, <laughs> as we say, that if you put a fire hydrant in the field, he'd run into it. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I've used that joke like three times in the last week. It's I right. stop. But um, and then Mark Walton. I mean, and then before there's a nice yeah, little player, really... but Mark Walton, every problem that someone would have with Drake, you would have that same problem with, with Walton. Walton. Right. And with Balage. Right. Like they're more Drake than Drake in a bad way. Right. So, man. Yeah. <laughs> bad team's going to be bad. What the only thing that stinks about where Drake landed up is that, you know, uh, DJ and there. Chase, J- yeah, Chase Edmonds is there. Too. Right. Everybody's sitting there going, oh, pick up Drake. It's like. Uh, David it's a, Johnson. It's one week. Yeah. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Right. Now, what's going to happen to this backfield when they're all healthy? This is going to be bad. I would rather my opponents who used Drake last night pick them up on Lexus waiver wire where he becomes useless again. That would have been better. You like that? <laughs> you prefer people not scoring 40 points on you? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I, this is I, My whole thing with the Drake thing was like, well, why did they do it? Like, is it possible Edmonds' hamstring is bad and they're not saying anything? Is it possible Edmonds could be out for a month? It's possible. Right. Because, I mean, read the tea leaves. Edmonds was ruled out early. Johnson was ruled out late. Right? Yep. So, in theory, they're saying Johnson's very close to playing. You would think that. Yeah, if they're ruling right. out Edmonds uh, okay. so early. So, yeah. if Johnson's close to playing, why are they going to get Drake? That's just weird. Yeah. They gave up a conditional sixth or something. They're not going anywhere this year. They're like what? What are they? Now they're three and five. Right or in the middle of the of the mediocre pack. Yeah, and I mean they're not good. They're right. not, that team's not going to the playoffs. No, no way. So I mean that's just a strange move. Mm. And for fantasy, I just, I sort of want to try to figure out why. Of course. Well, maybe the only thing I can think of is maybe you know David Johnson isn't they're not as confident in uh, his health as you know maybe. Right. Well, think. okay. It, Let's come up with things that make sense. Precursor to moving David Johnson in the offseason? Maybe. And if that's the case, you have Chase Edmonds, right? Yep. So maybe they want to play two backs? Maybe. Maybe Chase Edmonds isn't coming back this year? Hmm. It's just a weird move. It is a weird move. You know? Or, or maybe it's a is it, is it a piece of everything. Did they Were they worried about, you know, uh, where they the are right now? Team. Do they need the depth, you know, um... Because the coach isn't the GM here. So this this isn't the coach trying to save himself, mm. right? Because he didn't make the trade. Kime made the trade, right? The fat guy in the stands eating the hot dog <laughs> last night? Yeah. yeah. It was him. So Arizona's 3-5-1. and one. I guess they're 3-4-1 and one when they made the deal. Negative 56-point differential. I mean, playing in a division where the teams are 8-0, 6-2, 5-3, yeah. there are two other – there's a – there's – in the north, seven and one, six and two, three and three. Yeah. 
Saints are seven and one. They're out of it. They have no shot. Right. I, that's this is what I'm saying. It's like yeah. the, the odds on this team somehow getting in wild card contention. Very low. You'd have to catch a six and two team. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. Yeah. Strange. So they had to think this was their uh, their in their long term best interest. Chase Edmonds on the second year of a rookie contract. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they're ready to say bye to DJ. Edmonds are pretty. The you know. I'm just saying it's a weird move. Yeah. It's a weird move. Anyway, we'll see. But uh, so now, if Ed, say Edmonds is healthy next week, Johnson's healthy, Drake is healthy. Who plays? It's got to be DJ. You would think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're unhappy with some, but something there. Yeah. So th- this is definitely um, not a great thing for fantasy. No matter who you have of this group. Yeah. I mean, Drake owners are riding high right now, but there's definitely reality on its way it's an offense i was looking to trade out of it myself anyway you know like i got christian kirk in a league that we play in and i was happy to see if i could just get away from really him. i love him but i mean but i just um it's an offense kirk's I'm, the one guy on that team i'm i would be kind of bullish on yeah i mean i you know i don't know what you got for him you may have made a good trade but um i think i did yeah but i i i was worried about his ankle i thought yeah. his ankle looked good last night did you you didn't watch did you see him on that one end around I did yeah I saw that play they ran an end around that should have lost two it yeah. gained about six yeah. or seven yeah he made a pretty nice little move yeah so the only reason I bring that one up is just that it means the ankle is probably in decent shape probably better now well, he was yeah. you know he was iffy if not playing for four weeks so you know it was right. uh, kind of kind of sketchy with him but um, well yeah a, I was <laughs> I was ranting on the, yeah. the skinny on that I remember. Like, how can a guy be questionable for a month yeah right I, I mean if he had a setback tell us he had a setback yeah, it's like the old uh, Tom Brady probable left shoulder 10 right. years. Right. So if he was questionable week four, four five, yeah. six, seven, and eight, and you know, or, or whatever, so when you get to week eight and he's still questionable, yeah. then I think we can go back to week five and safely say he wasn't Doubtful. really questionable it, right, that week. Right. Yeah, that's just the NFL. That's where we are with it. So good but, luck getting you know, around but, that. You know, a couple years ago, I remember the NFL going after a couple teams on stuff like this. P. Carroll. Yeah. yeah, Pete Carroll got uh, got the business from the league. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. How come they're not doing that anymore? I don't know. I don't know. They're trying to figure out the. You and I. You think if you and I send them a message, uh, they definitely <laughs> listen to this. So we'll see. <laughs> Tell them right now. Get your get your head uh, out of your ass. All right, buddy. I know we're way in over. Yeah, we're way over. So here's what's upcoming. Pete's got an article that's probably going to post about the time, or maybe earlier than you actually hear this. Uh, we'll have our fantasy yeah, football if, hour if, show live Sunday if at anybody, eight o'clock. Sorry to cut you off. If anybody wants that article, I'll put it. I'll put it in my Twitter timeline. There you go. It'll be easy to find. There you go. So Pete's got an article. There'll be updated rankings at rotobond.com on Saturday, and then Pete and I will be live on Sunday at eight o'clock. And then just you know, shoot us uh, questions on Twitter. I'm at at wei hacksaw. Pete's at at rotobond. Shoot uh, text us at three seven ninety three seven during the show. We'll get to as many as we can. And if we hey. can't catch you there, we'll catch you on Twitter. You know, uh, lock of the week hit last week. Yes, it did. I meant to give you kudos on that. Hit yep. big. Big time. <laughs> Thank you to Craftmaster Hardware on that one. Giddy up. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, give me a Patriot prediction before we go. Pats are going to roll, actually. They're going to roll? I think they're going to roll. Yeah. Pats are going to roll in the roll? I think the, yeah. I, I, and it's no no offense to the to the Vegas the has Ravens. this thing about 25-20. Yeah. They, they, look, at, I, 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 it's no offense to the Ravens. I think they're a good team. I think they present problems. But I, I think the Patriots' offense gets right this weekend. Just a thought. Just a feeling. I'm going to say 31-20, and it's not that close. 31-20, not that close. Okay. Yep. So you, you think – so you think they're going to jump out? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go. 
Rex Burkhead, big game for Rex Burkhead this weekend. I'm going to go Patriots 27-24. All right. We're in the neighborhood. We're about yeah. a score and a half off. I, 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 just think I think it will be close. I think the Patriots will win with their new field goal kicker. Nick Folk. Yep. <laughs> At least he has a leg. I mean, this guy, the, the guy that got from Cincinnati. Geez, you got him for the Jets. He's probably going to be a Patriot for five years. So. <laughs> he's actually not a bad kicker. No, he he's, better, a bad. he's better than Nugent. He's got a big leg. Well, Nugent was kicking knuckleballs, man. I mean, he, 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 it's almost like he was taking something off of his yeah. kicks. It was weird. Nugent's he's a decent kicker, and he's near the end. Yeah, Shirley Nugnuts is what I was calling him with his uh, limp-legged kicking I style. I honestly think that Belichick signed Nugent just to remind Jet fans of it. It might be. Hey, Jeff fans, remember when? He, remember this guy? Remember when he used a first round pick to get a kicker? Oh God, that's what they did. Yeah, I remember. The Jets traded out of the first into the second right. to get Doug Jolly <laughs> I and remember Mike that. Nugent. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Not this is why I no longer get upset. We need to Jets. do. Uh, we need to do a full Jets Pete rant podcast, and that will be forthcoming. Nah. Yeah, you don't have it's it. better to just get a little, like thirty seconds at a time. Someday I'm going to dig that one out of the archives and, and re- repost. Oh, that it. yeah, that was good. that was the greatest. That, I still, but I was I was really mad then. You were, yeah. Well, the best part of that was was the Revis stuff, and you went through the whole timeline, and then he ends up on the Patriots and went on the Super Bowl. Way to go, Jets! That was my favorite part. <laughs> and I'm driving home, and my buddy Chris is listening to our podcast. Like as he was driving <laughs> home, he's like, "Wow, Pete lost his head there for a little while." So, yeah, it was great stuff. I just shut up and that's let what you go. the Jets do to you, man. Yeah. Listen, people need to understand my life. I root for the, the the people who run my team are the Wilpons, Woody Johnson, and James Dolan. Yeah, not good. I mean, Mo Larry and Curly, Mo Larry Cheese. It's brutal, man. All right, let's. Anyway, uh, you let's, guys have it good. We do. Enjoy it. Hey, savor man. it. Have you read, appreciate read, it. Have you read my last two articles on wei.com? That's what it's all about. Like, like, shut up. I didn't read this week. It. I read. I read. I the read. Belichick one. You'll like the Belichick one. Read it. It's uh, okay. it's uh. The the title is my problem is sometimes I see your article I retweet it and then I'm doing the rankings and then by the time I'm doing the rankings I'm just so happy I'm not doing rankings anymore yeah. that I forget to read the article. dude have a little whiskey and read it it's a, it's a, it's a, usually I mine will. usually mine's like two pages you know what I mean like two word document pages this one's almost three because there's a lot to say this is not this week but last week no the Belichick one this week oh okay yeah but that's the yeah, I didn't read that but the uh, the headline on it is the notion that Belichick the GM hurts Belichick the coach is utterly preposterous so it's right up your alley you'll like it <laughs> well yeah just by definition how much could he be hurting him not at all. Best twenty-year run in history. Right. Yeah, kill yeah. him. Kind of, kind of my point. So, have some Lagavulin and uh, enjoy that one. I think I'll have Westland since you. Brought all right. It. Yeah. Excellent. Good choice. All right. Buddy. Good choice. All right, man. I'll talk to you guys. We'll see you uh, on Sunday. Peace.